Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Hi, everyone. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, we were we were hoping this song would come on. We've been having problems with the song. Um, but, um, yeah, welcome to the show. Again, our call-in number is 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. You can join us, as usual, in the chat room for blogtalkradio.com. And uh, we're on the front page there where it says, um, I think there's like a chat section, um, the pet psychic. So, um, yeah, welcome to the show. What's going on, Laura? Oh, not much. I mean, you're the one that's had an exciting week, huh, with your uh, <laughs> your new dog. I yeah. Was, um, she was at school, and, uh, right, your husband, what did he call you and say, hey, I got a dog? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like... Uh, a text message with a cute picture of a dog, like, I love this dog, can we keep it? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then we talked about it, and, you know, we tried to figure it out, and I guess she was um, rescued from the Northeast L.A. Animal Shelter, which is actually pretty close to my house, and she was an owner turn-in, and, you know, I guess they have a quicker um, turnaround time for getting euthanized if it's an owner turn-in. Mm. I don't know why. Is do you yeah, know because they're not, people are not coming to look for them, you know. They have to keep them longer in case they're lost and someone's looking I for them. See. Yeah, so, yeah, we got this 10-month-old puppy, and we don't know um, what kind of dog it is, but it's kind of like, it's like 51 pound. Her name's Ripley. She's very energetic. She's, you know, kind of a light brown color, and she's very... Um, Sweet and smart, but energetic and needs lots of exercise. <laughs> she looks kind of like a pity, doesn't she? She does. She does. And then I asked the doctor yesterday, like, what kind of dog he thought she was. And he said, you know, I'm not sure she could. She, like, he looked at her jawline and thought maybe. Oh. Um, what did he, what did he think? Beagle? Chow. Chow. Oh, chow. Yeah. Chow. And he said maybe, like, pit you know, some sort of terrier. Um, so, yeah, he was like, you know, there's no way to really know. So, you know, he was like, and I'm like, oh, well, well, I don't really know. He didn't say, like, you could blood test her. Yeah, he said I could DNA test her if I really was interested in that. Don't but. do those swabs. Not that swab. Hard. Like, it's like this cheek swab. And, like, I've, I have had clients where they, like, it's, like, clearly a full-blown pit bull. Mm-hmm. And it will come back like Pomeranian Maltese or <laughs> 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 We're like, wait, where, where is that? I don't quite see that. <laughs> right. I think the doctor was talking about that yesterday. He's like, yeah, you know, it, it can't be the. He didn't say swabs, but he said a certain kind of DNA testing doesn't um, prove to be very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say. <laughs> So, you know. So uh, what but, happened? You were going to tell me something that happened yesterday, right? When yeah. I asked you, I asked you like what's going on with her? How is it going? Yeah, she's really smart and she like learns really quickly and everything, but she's young and she's doing that like nippy, like nibbly thing and mm-hmm. I don't really know how to stop her except I try to do the leave it, but she just, you know, and I don't try to push or like touch her with my hand when she's nibbling because then she thinks I'm playing. Oh, right, right, you know? yeah. So I don't really know how to stop her. Right. And um, she's, like, actually And so when is she you. doing it? Oh, she's hurting you. Is she giving she, you bruises? She's just, like, jumping on me and nibbling me sometimes, like, a little too much. And, um, she mm. yeah, she's, like, scratched me a little. I'm a little bit red. and But she hasn't, she can, like bitten you so hard that you're getting, like, when she's nibbling, she's not giving you bruises. No, no, no. She's definitely playing and just... Or ripping clothing. Yeah, she ripped up a pillow so far, my yoga oh. mat, some slippers. <laughs> no, are you serious? 
Yeah. Oh, no. That's his puppy, though. I know. So when is she going to get over this? <laughs> it's well, you've got to be kind of strict with her, and you kind of have to confine her a little bit or, like, keep an eye on her 100% so she learns, like, what's hers and what isn't. And then you have to be really clear, like, she should have, like, a toy basket or, like, one spot where all her toys are kept so that mm-hmm. she learns that that's where she can go to, like, go and bite things and, like, find things that she can chew on. And yeah. then I know because having a puppy, the toys get all over the place again, but you have to make sure that you put them back in the basket and like make a whole thing of it like okay we're putting your toys away now and then picture yeah. you putting them away and yeah mm-hmm. see all the toys are in your basket now and that I nipping see. thing is really common and the the um you know the best it's like what's really great about it is that she's not like giving you bruises when she's nipping and she's not ripping your clothing which means she has some bite inhibition meaning that she knows how hard she's biting when she actually goes to bite you yeah. And that's really, that's a good thing. Like, the mm-hmm. best teacher of that is other dogs. So once you start sending her to doggy daycare, they're going to tell her, to, the older dogs are going to tell her to knock it off. Oh, and okay. so she'll learn, like, that she shouldn't be, like, that nippy with people. That's more of, like, something she can play with dogs, but she'll learn, like, how she can, like, when and how it's appropriate. The mm-hmm. other thing about that is, like like you said, you were teaching her, like, saying leave it to her. It's really important that um, you actually teach her what leave it means. And what you can do is take, like, a treat um, or something that she really wants and put it down on the ground in front of her. And when she goes for it, kind of, like, stamp your foot and give her the evil eye. And you can do, like, a karate swat, like, mm-hmm. like, um, like, like swipe your hand in front of her eyes. Don't actually mm-hmm. physically touch her and tell mm-hmm. her leave it really firm and wait until she looks away and then when she looks away say good leave it and then you can Mm -hmm. pick it up and say take and you want to like do that until you can throw food across the room and she and she leaves it the other thing is is like like what you said like a lot of people what they'll do is shove their dogs away um or kind of push their dogs away and it's okay to like push them away for like a leave it like if they're biting your clothing or your arm or something but what you want to do is kind of push and then hold for a second take a breath and then take a slow take your arms away really slow because what happens is people shove and then their arms sort of ricochets back and it looks like oh that's a fun thing to chase so you have to be really careful that she doesn't kind of come flying back to you does that make sense so it's like a push and a hold or even if you do it with your body where you body block her kind of like bump her with your body and you can say like leave it and give her the the evil eye is really going to be your greatest tool if you can get a good evil eye down and good like really good firm body language and kind of picture what you want her to do in your head that is like the best thing but when you lift like some people will lift their feet up and kind of like kick at their dog like not inhumanely but you know trying to say hey like don't bite my pant leg or something you can't kick because you just look like a toy so you have to kind of keep your feet planted and actually body block and do like a bump does that make sense right Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah, I actually did that um, leave it game today, and mm-hmm. um, she she pretty much um, learned it and Good. didn't go for the treat. She she's really smart. Um, I think it is going to be the socialization a lot and um, just learning her boundaries, you know. Yeah, and get that evil eye down. And then also yeah. the thing is, is that everyone should know is that a lot of people say don't bite. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the first thing that comes to people's mind is don't bite. But the problem with saying something like don't bite is that you picture your dog biting. And so when when she comes coming at you and you say don't bite, she hears bite, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they don't understand the negative. So you have to say something like leave it or uh, Mm -hmm. um, it's okay to use no as like a marker for bad behavior. But yeah. then you you leave them hanging. You want to like tell them what you want them to do. Yes, right, right. Like yeah. like she's doing jumping, so I'm doing the four on the floor, you know, down and um, stuff like that, or off. Yeah, and down. Yeah. Remember, means lie down, mm-hmm. unless you give that a different name, a different command. Yeah. And also, like the the greatest thing that you can teach if if you don't. If you do, like, just a couple of training things, like, wait at the door is priceless. If you can teach a wait at the door, 
mm-hmm. you know, that teaches boundaries. It teaches to pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. So, Cool. Yeah, I'll work on that next after it's we so, get the leave it down. Yeah, it's so, no, you should do it like together, you know, like mm-hmm. every time you go out the door, you have to do a wait no matter what. Right. I've said the back door where you won't leave it open and they can run out. But isn't it so different having a young dog after you have, like, a geriatric dog? It's like, yes. oh, oh, my gosh, it's like, so I different. actually have to walk fast instead of, like, do this geriatric stroll. When I like... know. I know. And it's just, it's so hard because, you know, we're, you know, my husband, you know, John is like, you know, it's his dog, and I'm like, it's your dog, and it's he doesn't. He's this is his first dog. He hasn't had a dog other than our old dog Ventura, which was my dog. Right, right. So, so like really, are you giving dog. him the responsibility of it being his dog? Like you have to walk him, and you have to walk yes. her, and <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know, you have to walk her at least twice a day. I mean, that's not weird, right? Twice no, a day. No, like a dog like that, like. When Maya and Stormy were young, I swear, in order for them to be sane in my house, they needed two hours in the morning and two hours at night in order for them to be sane. Like, otherwise, they were completely nuts. So Mm -hmm. I say, you need, like, a young dog like that who's got tons of energy, an hour in the morning and an hour at night. That's what I, yeah, that's what I figured. And, you know, because I had a Dalmatian as a puppy. So I know the high energy... Uh, protocol. You yeah. Know? And um yeah, so he's he's learning that and he took her out for a couple of miles this morning and Oh good. Out. Yeah. So we're trying you know, of course I'm helping him but and I'm training her and I try to teach you must have died that. when she chewed up your yoga mat. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty annoying. Yeah, I'm not used to it. And if anyone hears, like, noise in the background, it's probably because she's doing something or running around or something. I, not... I, I don't hear it, but, like, sometimes Luca will do that when I'm when I'm on air. He'll, like, grab, like, a magazine somewhere and start shredding it. I'm like, where did you even find that? It's like you baby-proof the whole house. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was reading online also, like, some of the other, you know, what other – like tips I just googled like what to do when your dog does this and like right. I just I found a lot of um bad information like yeah, uh, right. one of them was like if you're trying to t- stop your dog from barking like take your two fingers and then like slap them on the nose <laughs> god does that work I mean oh, it doesn't seem god. like that would work no, it's like a really good way, one, to either get bit or two, to make your dog hand shy. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, great. I was, I'm, like, looking for answers online. And, you know, I've taken a lot of, you know, tra- dog training lessons, you know, so yeah. I know. Uh, but I wanted oh. to call you, and I thought I'd save it for the air because I'm sure a lot of people You know what I was taught to do? This is, like, so mortifying. And I can't even believe that I'm going to admit to do this. But this was, like, when I was in my early 20s, and I had no – I didn't know any better. And I had, like, a seriously aggressive dog. When Maya was young, I um, I had one of my really good friends who's a dog trainer, and she actually helped me train Maya and make her somewhat, like, so that she didn't, like, kill people when they when she saw someone. And other dogs, like, she totally helped me rehabilitate her. But she wanted me to use, like, choke chains and pinch collars, and I, I won't do it, you know. I'm like, no, I'm not. There's no way I'm going to do that. I think this was even before I was, like, a T-touch practitioner. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, well, and I was like, like, now I can get a dog under control. But, like, I was such a wimp before. Like, I had no self-confidence. And, like, my brother, he was a news reporter, and he would, like, give me lessons on using my voice. He'd, like, make me stand in front of the mirror, and I'd have to be like, down because I had to like make Maya go into a down every time she was going to like attack someone. Mm-hmm. And um, this dog trainer told me to use an empty like liter bottle of like soda bottle and empty and bop her over the head with it. And like to get her <laughs> under control because she mm-hmm. was so crazy and I couldn't get her under control and she wanted me to use a choke chain but I wouldn't do it. So for, like, a couple of weeks, I bopped my on the head with this, like, soda bottle. It was, like, it was terrible. So I can't believe I'm even admitting to it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it totally had no effect on Maya whatsoever. She would, like, grab the soda bottle and, like, go running around with it, chomping her. Like, it didn't even scare her. 
But the thing is, is like when you have like a dog and you don't even know what to do and people tell you to do something like that and you're like totally helpless because you need to make an animal so that they listen to you so that they're not a danger, people do all sorts of things. So it's yeah. scary. I mean, now we know better. Right. What about this um, change in the can thing? Have you heard of this where you put change? Yeah, where you shake the cha- And I used to do that too to like, to reinforce my voice, like do like a leave it. Yeah, mm-hmm. def- and uh, all humane, some humane dog trainers will tell you like don't ever, ever do something like that because it's not humane at all. Mm-hmm. But I have to say my it was really effective for me and Maya because I needed something to back up my voice. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have like this deep, scary voice like I do now. And mm-hmm. so – but people use it inefficiently, like they use it wrong. Like some people will shake it and they'll like show the dog the can and like chase the dog with the can. And that is going to make the dog actually scared of the can. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make them actually learn the command. But like for me, I was taught to like shake the shaker and say something like leave it, but kind of like hide the can. Like they're not really even supposed to know you have the can in your hand. Right, you know it's I like mean? an attention getter or a, a reinforcer or something. It's a, yeah, it's a reinforcer of the actual command so that you can take away the can eventually and just use your voice and say, leave it. I see. You don't want a dog frightened of a can. And people do that with the spray bottle, too, which I don't believe in the spray bottle because Maya, somebody did that to Maya before I got her. And, I mean, it took her, like, five years before I could clean around her without her submissively urinating. So... It's like you have to be really careful how you use these things. Okay. All right. But but yeah, I mean it definitely can can help. You just and your timing has to be right on because if you do like the shaker can, like with those calming signals like the licking and yawning, you know, like you have to be really careful that whenever you discipline a dog or any animal that you have the exact timing and you like discipline them while they're actually doing the inappropriate behavior. Because like for instance, like your dog could like nip you and by the time you get the can and shake the can your dog is looking away and licking and yawning and if you shake it then you've just scolded them for licking and yawning exactly right that makes sense and it's really hard because anyone who's i mean it takes a long time to get that eye i mean i sort of had it naturally but for me to even fine tune it so that i wasn't you know because your timing is totally off and like a lot of people are holding leashes and treats and you know, it's like, how do you hold everything and get their timing right? It's like Right, yeah. It's really the training of the human. It so is. It's so yeah. is. You need help. I mean, even like, I mean, I even feel like I needed, like, other dog trainers to, like, so I could watch them and kind of say, oh, my God, like, what do I need to do? You know, even even the worst dog trainers you can learn something good from. You just watch, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well, thanks. Like, that's a lot of great information for me because we're going to have a lot of, we have a lot of work to do. And, <laughs> and like, I was kind of crying last night because I was just like, oh, no, what did I get myself into? I don't know. That's what happens when you get a puppy and they get so difficult like that. It like, takes so much time out of your day. Like, sometimes I can hear myself saying, like, to clients, because I was a dog trainer for so long, I'm like, I can hear myself saying, why can't you find 15 minutes out of the day? You do five minutes three times a day. Like, why is that so difficult to do? Like, just right. make the time and do it. And then yeah. it'll be, like, the end of my day, and I'll be like, huh, I had, like, Lucas sit, like, once, like, all day today. <laughs> I know, it is hard. It is I'm like, hard. shoot, we got to get our 15 minutes in. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, so, I, hey, you I, know, I see on the chat room that somebody wrote, what, that Sean wrote, what does Ventura think about having a new dog? You having a new dog. Should we ask Ventura? Sure. Okay. Let's ask Ventura. And for those of you who don't know, Ventura is my Dalmatian that just passed away a couple months ago. I had to put him down. He was 14. And he was a big uh, part of our show and our past filming and work that Laura and I have done together. 
she he says that he's he helped bring her to you and that he's really happy that you have another dog in the home but he is really sad that he's not in body with you anymore that he's not what in body anymore oh i see yeah Me and too. that she gets to taste bananas <laughs> like she, like he's jealous that she gets to taste bananas <laughs> i don't know if she likes not bananas <laughs> And I like bananas and meat hot dogs. But you're a vegetarian. Did he eat meat hot dogs? Uh, yeah. About? Yeah, I'm sure he's had meat hot dogs before because we'd have barbecues here or, you know, John is oh. a meat eater. I mean, I'm vegan, right. but yeah. Right. Right. Um, did you want to take some calls or? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. I don't know who's on here. Hi, you're on the air. Pet Psychic Radio. Hi, this is Pam. Hi, Pam. Hi. Um, I I talk to animals, too, but I'm having trouble with my own, so I'm hoping you can help me. Okay. Uh, it's thought out of hand, and I think part of it's my own agitation, but it's the, we're having a bunch of storms in Missouri, and then it was 4th of July, and um, Sophie has just completely gotten out of hand. Um, it's not enough. She sleeps with us, and we put our arm and our leg over her. you got to constantly pet. And then she now she's just in panic mode at every little sound, and I've I've done everything I know to do, but I start feeling myself getting anxiety ridden now. Bef- when she starts, so I can't get there. So right. Okay, and so tell me, so her. tell me, what does Sophie look like? Sophie is an Australian Shepherd, oh. so she's gray and white. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get Sophie in. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell her what thunderstorms are and what fireworks are and that they're two different things. And maybe we can ask her, too, like, what is it about the thunderstorms? Like, is it the noise or is it actually the air? Okay. You know, like the electricity in the air. Yeah, I've been telling she, her it's noise, but, you know, it's okay. It's just noise, but maybe I'm adding to the thing. It's okay. It's just noise. Um, okay, what you want to do also is you could tell her, like, yeah, I know you're scared with the noise, but you're safe, and you can lick and yawn and blink your eyes to calm yourself. So you want to go back to those calming signals. That's body language that she uses her natural ability to calm herself and get her to do those. Good tip. Um, okay, let me ask. It's the noise, but it's also that I can hear it come closer. Oh, she probably can hear more and, than we can, yeah. And it sounds like it's knocking on the door. It does sometimes, yeah. It's going to come in and get me. Mm. And so so that it's not going to come in and get her, that it's going to stay. So you want to say things like it's going to stay outside, you're safe in the house, and picture her in the house. Okay. And it feels like the energy bites me. So that's like the electricity in the air is feeling like it's um, it's going to bite her. Mm. Um, okay, let me tell her. I don't know if I want to tell her. Like sometimes it's better for the dogs when they're closer to the piping. You know, some dogs go into like the bathtub or they go into the shower or the bathroom and go behind the toilet. As she because goes underneath the bed, and I've been telling her to comfort herself by going under the bed and she does sometimes, but then other times it's just uh, the Fourth of July just put us over the edge. Yeah, have you tried the Thunder Shirt? No. Do you, do you know this? There's this thing called a Thunder Shirt, and uh, you can buy them online, and maybe even some pet stores. And it uh, it wraps around their body, and mm-hmm. it gives them awareness of their body, and it really calms them. But if you don't have something like that, you can just put a T-shirt on her and tie right. up the T-shirt. It it can be helpful. It doesn't always stop it. And you can also give her a rescue remedy. But let me I did give her a rescue remedy, and it's like it doesn't even phase her. Yeah, maybe it helps a little bit. Hold on. It's just that my mind feels like, why is it coming to get us? So let me tell her it's not going. I wish that it would just stop. And sometimes it does. Like it comes and then goes, it like disappears really fast. 
Um, you know what's a good thing to do, too, is, like, have affirmations for her, like things that you can say to her during the thunderstorm that gets her to kind of repeat it to herself. Like, you could say something like, I'm safe. Um, like, I'm safe in the house. I calm myself by licking and yawning and blinking my eyes. And when you say the affirmations in the first person, then they say it to themselves. Does that make sense? Are you still there? Oops. Sorry. Oh, she's gone. Pam? Um, Pam? Hello. Oh, there oh, you are. Pam, did you hear, Pam, that you you can you can say affirmations to her? Yes, and that makes perfect sense to me. Um, I say stuff to her um, I, that you're fine, you're okay, you're safe, it's just noise, and, and so that makes sense to me. Um, I think I need to probably start ahead of time. I'm waiting until she's worked up, and then I'm thinking I want to go to bed and sleep, and she's not yeah. going. So I think so just, you I can say, I, with... I sleep through loud noises. I calm okay. myself by licking and yawning and blinking my eyes. You have to put it in the eye, and you have to say to them, I calm myself by licking and yawning and blinking my eyes. You've got to drill that into them because they've got to – because when they they are not calming themselves, they're closing their mouth, their eyes are being bright, and they're shaking. Yeah. So let me ask her what affirmation she wants to add to that. Okay. I'm loved and big booms mean nothing. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> so you could say that too. So so kind of work that and then call us back and let us know how she does. Okay, thank you. It's hard work okay. on your own. It's, you get yeah. too you know, emotionally drawn into the thing. Yeah, you just have to keep breathing, detach yourself, and stick to the affirmations. Because if you think to yourself when a thunderstorm is coming or, like, you listen to the radio, oh, my gosh, Sophie's going to be going nuts tonight, or, oh, my gosh, I hear it coming, Sophie's going to start, she's going to pick that up right away. You've got to be saying those affirmations early. You know, yeah, I mean, and you I, could and even... I knew I was, and it's, it's just hard with, you know, like you... You start doing it, and then you think, oh, that wasn't positive. You did it wrong, and then... Um, no, then just switch it to a positive. Don't spend too much energy on it. Switch it to a positive. The only Very thing good. that you I have... Con- a, I appreciate you, it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, Thank good you. luck. That's a common problem. Common problem, especially after, you know, with July 4th. We talked about that last week, and, you know... Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of common it's problems like, like that. The more you can explain things to your animals, the more you can sit them down like they're a five-year-old, you know, like a mm-hmm. kid, and just explain to them what everything is in great detail, the the more they understand and they're better. It takes some yeah. time, too, because that, like, a behavior like that sometimes becomes a habit if it happens year after year after year. But that's another thing you can say to them. You know what? It rains all the time, and this yeah. happens all the time. Do you really want to stay in fear? Because yeah. this is a false fear of yours. I think it's mm-hmm. important to tell the animals, like, this is a false fear. Like, you're doing this to yourself. Right, and right. Then they're like, oh, like, gosh, do I really <laughs> want to, like, I said that to a dog yesterday who was, like, growling and barking at some person that comes over to the, his house all the time, and the person is fine, and the little chihuahua was like, because he's smart, you know. He's like, "Gosh, I really am like doing this to myself." And he stopped. He's a good little boy. Oh, good. That's awesome. Uh, we got yeah. Paula from uh, New Orleans. Paula. Hi. This Hi, is Paula. Hello. Hi. How are you, Laura? I'm doing um, good. I, good. I actually had a phone conversation, a two-hour um, phone conversation with you a couple of months ago, oh, and great. I wanted to give you a little update on how um, our two living Jack Russell Terriers are doing and our one who passed away last September. So, but, um, it, well, no, it's okay because you spoke yeah. with her and all that kind of stuff, and we got a lot, lot, lot of comfort from that. But I did want to say quickly about the Thunder shirt that the caller before, you uh-huh. recommended that for our new rescue um, three-year-old Jack Russell Terrier. It right. has helped tremendously oh it tremendously. has here in fact when it starts to thunder which down here we get you know the afternoon thunderstorms in the summer she i'll say let's go put on your shirt and she hears that velcro and she jumps up on the bed to get her thunder shirt on wow do you remember it's just i'm sorry i was going to ask you do you remember did we explain to her what the thunder shirt was going to be 
No, we didn't. You just recommended it, and hmm. I got it for her. Yeah, I bet but, she was listening, too, because I think it's important to tell them what the Thunder shirt will do for them. Right. So then when they get it, they kind of know it's support, you know? Right. Well, she was on the bed listening, and you were actually talking <laughs> with her when you recommended that to me. So I think oh. I think she understood because she yeah. did, I mean, immediately. And then for 4th of July, it works perfectly. Oh, that's so, so um, good to hear. She, you can tell she's still a little... Um, frazzled, but nothing like she doesn't shake internally or anything like she did before. And I do the affirmations like you just talked about, but I didn't know to state them in I, so that's perfect. Oh. I'll start stating them in I. That way she'll start saying them. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So, um, And then the other thing that I wanted to tell you was, I don't know if you remember, um, Gracie, our 13-year-old Jack Russell, who is still with us, was terrified of our boat. And we called it a butt, joking oh, right. from Finding Nemo. And so she was afraid that it was going to throw up all over her, that it had gas, all this different kind of <laughs> I stuff. Remember. I so, remember. Yeah, so we have been on the boat several times. We don't call it the butt anymore. We have been on it several times. She is a different dog. She loves to be on the boat. No, in fact, last weekend we were on it, and it was a little choppy. She fell sound asleep on the on the floor of the boat oh my god i Found so love it i can't yeah i would never forget that about how she was she was thinking that it was going to like toot or something or like right yeah she's like so it's gonna throw up all over me and do boats have gas and they talk about it like it's a living organism well it really really works and she's doing doing great oh with that. i so love to hear that i so yeah, love to hear so it's it just been the, it's your, uh, you know, the session that we had with you was just amazing and has really, really helped. And Danny, our one who passed away, has been coming to visit us a lot, and we talk to her all the time. Like the other day, my partner was putting some um, some towels in the dryer, and she said just out of the corner of her eyes, she saw Danny, and she looked again, and she was gone. And she's like, Danny came to visit, so comes off, and then we talk to her a lot. Oh, that's uh, I so have- nice. I know. I did have one question. Um, Gracie, the 13-year-old, injured her knee a couple of weeks ago, and the doctor Mm -hmm. said it doesn't require surgery. However, she needs to be pretty much at rest. She just she can't go after the ball, which is what she lives for. She she's definitely a (laughs) play-driven person. She does not, you know, she's not into food that much or anything like that. Okay, so let me get her and what do we have to do? We got to tell her that she's got to be, we've got to tell her that she's got to be calm on it for like six weeks or so? Well, no, we just I just want to tell her that the reason why there are no B-A-double-L's around. Okay. Because she's But they'll come back, right? Very upset. Yes, they will actually come back next week. Okay. Oh, next week. Okay, let me get her. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're going to tell her that there are no balls around because she's when she goes to catch the ball or when she goes, she's going to have to right. hit it on that knee. Exactly. Can next week come quicker? Oh, bless her heart. Unfortunately, it can't. We're going Monday. She said her right front shoulder is a little sore, too. Okay. I will um, take her to the chiropractor. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. I did. You recommended that we take her to the chiropractor, and our chiropractor does animals as well. Oh, good. And he found a couple of spots. So her right shoulder, you said? Yeah, her right shoulder, and that might be overcompensating for that knee. Right. How is her, um, her stomach doing? It feels good. Feels good. Great. And does she feel like Liam the best? Yeah, I think we have to we have to move on. But thanks, gotcha, gotcha, thanks gotcha. for okay. Yeah, thanks Thank for you calling so much, in. Laura. Okay. 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 Bye. It was so nice of her to call. I know that was so sweet. We got uh, Bryn from Santa Barbara. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Hi. Hi, Hi Bryn. Hi. Um, you came to our house about three years ago and talked to Willie, our dog. Oh, and great. everything you said was amazing. One thing, um, after you left, you said, or when you were here, you said that uh, 
something he really liked was something white that the caregivers were putting on his food, and I couldn't imagine what that was. And so I called them after you left, and they said they sprinkled cooked white rice on his food. And, um, oh, really? You get a kick out of that. Aww. <laughs> like so he what, would, yeah. what were they doing? And anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. So what would you like to ask him today? My question is um, we go to a beach down south, three hours south in a car, and he's just starting to go with us. We would leave him because they don't allow dogs on that beach, on uh-huh. leashes or anything. So early in the morning before there's any you know, police down there, we take yeah. him on the beach. Um, does he mind going down there? Does he like going down to that beach house, or does he want to stay with the caregivers here in Santa Barbara? Okay, good question. Remind me what he looks like again. He's a King Charles. Daniel. Oh, okay. You okay, hold on. See him? He says, I love going down to the beach house. Can the caregiver come with us? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. great. That means he, you know, he likes his pet sitter. Okay, good. Um, the caregiver can't because she's too old and she's getting on in the years, but um, that that was my question, to make sure that he could do that comfortable with that drive. He's getting older, and does he mind being at the house so much? Yeah, no, he likes it. He wants to go down to the water's edge more. But that's what I was trying to tell him, that he can't because they, they don't allow dogs by the law down there. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were taking him in the early morning. I definitely do that, but I can't take him all day like I do here in Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah, yeah, but he wants to go down to the water's edge like he wants to go down to the actual water. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, it's it's hard. He says, I tell just... my mom I also want water in my food. Oh, water in the food? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you told me. Yeah. And, and okay, okay. I, am I yeah. able to understand we... him as time's going on, or am I not getting messages? Clear enough. No, like I didn't she gets know about the water. me. She gets me. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's hard just to get the details, but um, if you ask them to tell you while you're sleeping, sometimes you'll wake up with that idea. Awesome. So I would do that. Tell him that, like, if you really need to get telling me something, tell me while I'm sleeping. Okay. Or Very say good. it over and over and over and over and over again, and then eventually you'll get it. Okay. Thanks Very for good. calling in. Thank you both so much. Thanks for everything you're doing. Okay, thanks. Be well. Okay, should cool. we take one more eye before our guest? Um, actually, let's just uh she's on she's on the line, so Oh, let's she is. Talk okay, great. Me. Yeah. Uh okay. we got Dina Whitfield from Dogs Deserve Better. Hello, Hello Dina? Hi. Yes, hi. How are you? Hi there. Th- hi, Laura. Com- how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, so you do, like, something so cool, I think. So what was this? Like, I heard that, um, well, first of all, your organization is Dogs Deserve Better, right? Yes, and we're a national nonprofit organization. And your website is dogsdeservebetter.org. Yes. Get that out there. And, um, And so tell us a little bit about the organization and what you've been doing lately. Okay, well, basically, Dogs Deserve Better. We focus on um, chained and pinned dogs. Um, we educate, advocate, and rescue chained dogs. So what we basically – go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. So we just focus mainly on those types of dogs. Um, we try and educate the owners, um, try and better the living situation for the dog. If we're unable to do that, we will ask the owner to relinquish the dog. Mm. And is there a tethering law in California and other states? Um, there are currently 12 states that do have tethering ordinances. Um, mm-hmm. California, you cannot tether your dog longer than three hours in a 24-hour period. Oh, okay. And what are the other states? Do you know? Um, Nevada actually has a terrible tethering ordinance. It's 14 hours in a 24-hour period. Wow. Which is a really hard law to enforce, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. And um, so tell me this, like, didn't you just do, like, some sort of chain-off? What were you just doing? Yes, annually we do a chain-off event. We do it nationwide. Um, uh-huh. During 
the period of the 4th of July while people are celebrating their independence, we want to bring awareness to that there's over 6 million chained dogs nationwide that continue to live chained and isolated in the backyard. Oh. And so what do you, did you chain yourself to something? I thought somebody told me that you actually chained yourself somewhere. I did. did. I was chained eight hours in front of the courthouse. Oh, my gosh. And what what courthouse was that? Um, I did the San Bernardino Superior Courthouse. Wow. And so did people all over the country, like, chain themselves in front of courthouses? Um, In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, we actually had 30 people chain on the Capitol steps for nine hours. Oh, my gosh. And so what are you, like, locked there? Like, how does that work? Like, yeah, you can't, we just take a doghouse. You chain yourself to the doghouse. Um, we don't unchain ourselves. It's basically to sit and feel what it's like to be a chained dog so oh. that throughout the year we can become better advocates for them. Oh, my gosh. And so how did it feel? Um, this is my second year doing it, and it's really emotional. The minute you take that chain off, I mean, obviously you go, oh, geez, I'm free. I can go eat. I can do this and I can do that, and then you just go, oh, my God, there's so many dogs that mm. live that life with no shelter, no water, no food. It, it's wow. it's horrible. And so where are you chained? Like your ankle or do you, like, where do you, where are you, what do you, like where on your body are you chained or is everyone different? Um, I We actually chain around our neck just like a dog would be chained. You do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so, like, um, I have a thing about things being around my neck. So, like, what, like, like when you take it off, do you have like the still this feeling of being chained? Like, what are your dreams you like do. that night? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, the, my neck was really chafed afterwards. Um, you realize oh, how what? heavy a collar is when you put a two-inch logging chain around your neck. It's just, I couldn't imagine living my life that way. I really couldn't. And so what is the feedback like? Do police come up to you and talk to you and stuff? Like what is the feedback of the people that are around the courthouse? What do they say to you? We actually had a lot of people, attorneys come out. We had some probation officers come out and show their support. Um, What was really amazing is we had some police officers actually ask what law we were trying to get enforced. And I found that a bit odd that it's a law that they're supposed to enforce, yet they didn't know what law is talking about. So it was a bit discouraging to to have to explain the law to the police officers. Oh, wow. But that's so great because then they're going to be more aware of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And so when you're there at all, are there any dogs that are around? Like do you are do you have like adoptable dogs that come as well or like do people kind of walk through with their dogs because it would be really interesting to hear what the dogs have to say about all these people chained. Oh, that would be awesome. My first year I took one of my dogs with me and I chained him with me. Um, oh, wow. Year, I was so worried how hot it was. I yeah. really didn't want to put a previously chained dog back out on a chain. Oh, right. Wow. And so then also your organization, they did they purchase Michael Vick's Bad News Kennels? Yes, we did purchase and are moved in on the property. Um, it's called the Dogs That Are Better Good News Rehab Center. And the reason we felt to purchase this property is there was so much death and devastation at that property. Yeah. We thought that we could turn it into something really positive and make right. a rehab center out of it. And have you been there yourself? Not yet. I'm actually planning mm-hmm. a trip out there, and I really can't wait. I think it would be really the area where the dog fighting was and the kennels, they still stand. And we're making a memorial out of that that will never be seen by another dog. Wow. And but so I'm sure has, it's going to be very emotional to even go near that area. Oh, my gosh, yeah, I'm sure, because, like, each space sort of holds, like, a psychic imprint of things that have happened there. And to somehow, like, really clear that before other dogs start coming in but and ask the dogs that have passed away there to come and actually help there have you guys been in contact with michael vick because now he's sort of been a spokesperson for for um for fighting rings like trying to get the like the inner city youth not to go in that direction have you guys like contacted him to ask for his support or anything we have multiple times we've not heard from him personally and we did see an interview where 
a reporter asked him about dogs that they're better, and basically yeah. all he said was good for them, good for them. And that's all he's ever offered us. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that will change. Maybe trying to get through Wayne Pacelli, you know, the CEO of the Humane Society, because he has a relationship with Michael Vick, because that would be pretty amazing to get Michael Vick to actually, like, do something there. That's what our hope was. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, he's getting, huh, that would be that would be really cool. But that's really neat that you guys purchased that. Congratulations. I think that's just, like, a huge, um, like, step in the, and I mean, it's a huge feat, really, for for chained animals and abused animals to like shift a place like that. Exactly. That's really cool. So That's really cool. Yeah. So when does that place open? Like, when do they when do they start having dogs there, or do they already? Um, we're hoping August first. Right now, we have eight dogs on the property. Oh, okay. Um, and those came with the founder when she moved, and we're doing fencing projects right now. Um, we're clearing the field because it's so overgrown. Um, basically, we're just having volunteer days, and we're trying to get it in order so we can hopefully get open on August 1st. Great. Okay, so now let's talk to um, your rescue dogs that you sent, the pictures of me too, which are also posted on my website, which is thepetpsychic.com. And um, and the first dog you sent was Tegan, right? Yes, yes, Miss Tegan. And she is, and she was, um, you wrote to me that she was found tethered to a warehouse in Gardena, California. Yes. And she had, she had burns on her, and she looks like a lab mix. Maybe some pity in her, do you think? Yeah, I think she's a lab pity mix. And, um, and she's probably about nine months old, and she's spayed and chipped and current with all her shots, and you said that she's very dog social, but no kitties. Yeah. And... And um, you want to ask her about, like, how she got the burns? Yes. I'm really curious about how she got all those burns. Okay. And so maybe we should tell her, how long has she been in your care? I've had Tegan about five months now. Okay. So um, so she should know by now that she's sort of safe and everything. So we, we maybe we can mention that to her, but she probably already knows. And, okay. um Okay, and does she enjoy living in your home? Okay, yes. so let, let me get Tegan and tell her, ask her how she, and where are the burns exactly? They were on her, under her belly, her ears, and her backside. Oh, okay. She she said that she was sprayed with a hose of something burning. It was a really bad burn and it ate my skin. And the flies were eating it and I couldn't get it off. They did it because I jumped on the man. I wonder, do you think that could be, could the burns have come from, like, a pesticide, like if they were spraying the um, the plants? It looked like it had bubbles where it was bubbling over what I would assume, like, an acid burn would do, so I wouldn't doubt that at all. Oh. Poor thing. They spit at me with their saliva. And they also punched me in the face. I don't like people like that. How many people are like that? Not uh, n- not that many people that she's going to encounter, right? Right. Should we tell her? Oh, yeah, tell her. She's never going to yeah. come into that contact again. Yeah. She says that she loves living at your house because you're always saying how pretty she is. Oh, my gosh, I do. I say it all the time. <laughs> That's so cute. She wants to know if she can have a pool of water. Is it like a baby pool of water? Do you have one of those? 
We do have a pool that I swim one of my other fosters in, but I never tried her. I oh. should maybe take peek in swimming. Yeah, I think you should. Let me ask her because I thought I saw like one of those baby pools she could jump in. So maybe she wants to okay. start with a baby pool and then go to the big okay. pool. She says she wants to learn how to swim, but she needs to learn how to float first. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. So, um, so okay, so tell us how people can get a hold of you if they want to meet Tegan, because she's, she's adoptable, right? Yes, she is. They can either email me, um, and my email is unchainedsocal at yahoo.com, or they can definitely give me a call if you'd like me to give my number. Okay, yeah, if you'd like to give your number, feel free. Sure, it's 909-486-0169. And also, I'll post that information on my website, and people can go to thepetpsychic.com and uh, find um, find Tegan and her picture there and information about her, and then also a link to Dogs Deserve Better. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, Any we really, time. Yeah, we really appreciate it. It was great to talk to you guys, and thanks for all the work that you do. Oh, thank you guys so much. Thank you for what you do. It's been so great talking to my animals. <laughs> oh, cool. I love it. I love it. Thanks, Tina. Okay. Okay, okay thank you. Okay, be well. Bye-bye. Gosh, she does the coolest work. Can you That's imagine chaining so yourself like that? That's so amazing. I know, because I was I thinking, too, about, like, how heavy the chains would be. And she, you know, she said that she got chafed. Eight like, hours? Imagine, I know. Can you imagine? To a doghouse. So, oh. Oh my that's gosh. so cool. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you know what we forgot to ask, um, Tegan, is what, what kind of human that... Oh, that uh, she wants. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's ask her. That's a good thing. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. So if you fit the bill, please call um, or contact Dina Whitfield at uh, dogsdeservebetter.org. So check out their website. I want lovable people. (laughs) People who know how to keep their spit in their mouth. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Also, people who care about dogs and fight for them. Oh. And I'd like to be a spokes dog for chained dogs. Oh, so that's, that's interesting. Cool. Like, Yeah, she would like to have a home with someone who has a mission. That's probably from living with Dina where she's like has this mission and this, you know, like it's in her blood and she's been living with her and she's thinking like, I want somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. I know she can't keep me though. Mm hmm. Right. She needs space for others. Mm -hmm. Aww. Wow. Well, we'll have to tell her thank you for me. She says, tell her thank you for me. That's so sweet. Like, thank you for rescuing me and keeping me. And Aww. that's so awesome. I hope that's she's really... listening. Yeah. Um, let's find out what is. Um, we only have a few minutes left. Um, I wanted to get to Storm King's words of wisdom. Okay. Ask Storm King what he has to say to the world. What he thinks of the show. What's going on with him? Okay, I'm going to ask Nakia, too, as my cat, because she's sitting here staring cool. at me. So, Stormy, <laughs> did you listen, honey? What's your words of wisdom? Don't chain dogs. <laughs> <laughs> if you chain dogs, you're going to go to a bad place. Oh, and he says, and he's seen dark places before. And if you don't care about dogs and you chain them inhumanely, then you might go to another place where they chain dogs, like mm-hmm. like another dimension, like after you die. Oh. That might be true, Stormy Hoff, so that they learn to see what it feels like. They might go so that their soul learns. And I don't think it will be pretty. They might have maggots and flies eating them. 
It's true. There is sort of like a place like in, you know, in like another dimension where like if you do something bad, you have to sort of, you know, it, and if you don't have any remorse for it, you do have to go and kind of learn about what you did. So yeah. I could see that there would be a place like that. Stormy, can you say something a little bit more positive, like to to everyone about your words of wisdom? Yeah, I think it's just make dogs be indoor dogs. <laughs> He's like really, really upset about the chain dogs, which I don't blame him. Yeah. What about yeah. what about you, Makia? Now Makia is she's about. 16 years old and she's all white and mm-hmm. she's like known for her beauty and she keeps herself um like safe out of the sun and and Makia what do you think what is your words of wisdom for like all the the listeners of the radio show what do you want to tell everybody oh she said that she thinks people should fight for chickens too the Humane Society has just, um, I wasn't able to read the email fully, but I think, I believe that they just um, had some negotiations about, like, battery cages and making laws against, like, what kind of cages there can be, which is, yeah. like, a monumental thing. So, Makia must have picked that up while I was. Oh, wow. And she says you have to euthanize chickens humanely. I think that was one of their, one of the things they got passed, too. Mm, like 2011. So what else do you want to tell, like, what's your words of wisdom? Breathe and look in the mirror every day. Makia, do you look in the mirror every day? I look inside every day. It's sort of like the mirror. And what, what should people do when they look inside or they look in the mirror? They should look inside and they say, I love me, I am beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's true, Makia. They should say that. Like, not just beautiful, like pretty beautiful, right? But like beautiful, like beautiful inside. And they should say, I'm confident and I have a voice. Hmm. That's yeah. very wise. Great that advice. Is, that's great that's- advice, Makia. Thanks for that. Oh, they. She also said that if you get bored, just watch the stars. <laughs> That's good advice too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been so hot here that we've had like all the windows and shades and everything open right. at night. So she's been spending a lot of time by the window looking at the stars. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to, again, tell everyone our information. Uh, you can find everything we've talked about today at thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. And our guest today was Dina Whitfield from Dogs Deserve Better at uh, dogsdeservebetter.org. That's dogsdeservebetter.org. Um, there's also a lot of people still in the chat room chatting it up. Um, Sista Cyrus says, great advice to uh, Bakia. And um, there's a lot of a lot of people talking in there. Maybe we can answer a couple questions Um when we're off the air, maybe we'll go in the chat room um, if people okay. want to go there just to answer a question or two. So hang in there, guys, and um, thanks to all of our callers. I'm so sorry that we weren't able to get to everyone today, but uh, call in next week and ask your question. Think calm, and what's the uh, what's the calming signals that we always talk about again? Uh, I calm myself by licking, yawning, blinking my eyes, and looking away. You can say that to your animals. Um, but they're looking, uh, licking, yawning, looking away, sniffing the ground, shaking, holding up a paw. Um, uh, what's another one? Uh, coming to you at an arc, uh, sitting down, lying down, blinking the eyes. Cool. So, watch, so watch for those calming signals, and then uh, uh, speak in the positive. Always speak. Tell your animal what you want them to do, rather than what you don't want them to do. Yes, that's so such a human thing to think of the negative rather than the positive. So we so have true. To that mind. I yeah. I catch myself doing it all the time, and I really have to practice, especially with my new puppy. 
So thanks for the great <laughs> thanks for the great info and um we'll see everyone next week. Thanks for tuning in. The Pet Psychic Radio Show. Mm-hmm. Bye everybody.